This episode of Top of the Dude Chain Podcast is brought to you by Studio Headphones. Visit their website at studio.com and use Dude Chain at checkout to save yourself 15%. Hey, what's going on? That's not me. <laughs> that <laughs> is after a good start in episode, episode thirty-seven. Episode thirty-seven. Yeah, Off was, to about the start that that was probably expected. Um, episode thirty-seven was supposed to be the top of the Do Chain podcast with a special guest, uh, but thanks to Jeff, about three hours ago, it turned into a special guest host. A man, the myth, you've probably heard of him. Now, to get on this podcast as a guest, you got to be unique. <laughs> and our buddy, Chris McKnight, who we've mentioned many times on this podcast, is unique in a few ways. One, he's the only Cleveland Browns fan that I know openly admits it. And two, he is hands down the only person under the age of 30 and not around in the early 80s that rocks a VW station wagon. Yes. Like a champ. So, You're welcome, right. Chris. Thanks for uh, picking up the, the slack that Jeff dropped yeah, thank uh, you. Thanks for this afternoon. Even though you're going to make fun of my fandom. I see you're, uh, you're rocking the uh, Cleveland Browns. Did not disappoint. Question. Yeah. Have you ever thought about what you want people to do with your body with after the, you die? After I die? Oh, mm-hmm. I, uh, if it's not like dedicated to science in a museum for people to view, um, I don't know. Well, let me give you some options. <laughs> you could be buried. Like Sounds boring. 90% of the population. And you're right, it is. The average person will be buried in a coffin six feet in the ground. Could be cremated, which leaves a little more flexibility for creativity, where you spread the ashes or, you know, and you kind of pick because you can't just bury someone anywhere, but you can spread the ashes pretty much anywhere. So you can get a little more creative. You can do a thing called extreme embalming. Have you seen that? I did not know what extreme <laughs> embalming is. Extreme embalming is where your loved ones determine what best memory of you they want to represent, and they embalm your body doing that particular activity. For example, a teenager died. His family went the extreme embalming route, so he had his Celtics jersey, his Larry Bird socks, in a chair with Doritos and Mountain Dew on the table, sunglasses, Leaning in the chair, playing video games. Oh yeah! And so that's what is. So essentially, they 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 set the body up to look like that, and then people come up and take pictures with you. <laughs> There's another guy. He's at, he, he's just Yankee geared out with sunglasses on, and then people were to come up and put their arm around him and take pictures, and that's just kind of a memorial service before they actually get rid of you. Which again leaves uh more room for creativity uh, to the family. However, uh, my wife, when she was real young, her family housed an exchange student from Denmark. Mm. 
by the name of Jesper. I believe he teaches physics and math at university there. So he's extremely smart, but he's also extremely well-traveled. And he was in town this weekend, and we got to visit with him a little bit. Had some conversations, and he introduced me and Corey to the idea of a Tibetan sky burial. I'm which, hands down, I thought this question was answered for me about 10 years ago when I'm like, just cremate me and get it over with. Mm-hmm. But now I'm reconsidering. Because a Tibetan sky burial is where they skin you. So your, your hair automatically starts falling out when you die. So they shave you bald. Then they skin you. They chop you up. And then they feed you to the birds. <laughs> nice. So and it's ceremonial. Buried I mean, amongst the sky. With that's the it, and that's what it is. And because there's some practical purposes behind it. One, the ground's too hard to dig, so they can't. You know, burying's a, a little more difficult. Fuel's not readily available, so cremating's not exactly the best. Um, so that that's part of it. The other one is a ceremonial reserve for monks, uh, and it's it's again more than anything like you said to put them back into nature uh to give back to what they were so they essentially get the entire body eaten by the birds then they crush up your bones (laughs) mix it with flour and other spices make a bread and then they feed that to the birds so the entire body is going back to the birds Hmm. the best thing is there are youtube videos (laughs) That show the entire process. Oh, that's great. And They're I was, pretty amazing. Yeah, I was going to bring it, but it, they all start off with the graphic stuff. And I'm, skin, you've seen them skin the oh, body? Oh, yeah, you see them oh, skin yeah, yeah, the yeah. body. Oh, that's crazy. And, and the, they got to they gotta push the birds back because the birds, I mean, you got just whole flocks of birds. Wait, they skin the body outside, like mm-hmm. in front of the birds? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awful. Dude, you could just imagine. <laughs> uh, imagine they're just licking their... Beaks. Yeah, just imagine a bunch of dudes waiting for a buffet line to open. You know, school cafeteria, that kind of thing yeah. where you're sitting there and you have to hold them back until... That's what these birds are doing. This would make me more afraid of birds than I already am. Well, these, these vultures are... I mean, they, I mean, it's like feeding time. You'd think they'd kill you just so that they could eat you skinned up and, mm. and chopped up. No, because they get plenty of food here. But they, yeah, they, they, they hold them back and then they just they just... I mean, they just pounce on these bodies. And one of them, man, actually grabbed this, had this guy's colon, and starts to fly off. And this thing's just like a tether until someone bites it. But it shows the whole thing, man. It's a pretty majestic thing, in my opinion. Birds are, like, fighting over organs and stuff. Mm, Dude, there's so many. Dude, they're, like, six or seven, uh, not to be disrespectful, six or seven uh, dead monks out there. So, I mean, there's plenty of food for these birds. Majestic probably isn't the best descriptor for somebody being ripped apart. <laughs> even well, I mean, dead. even after they're dead. Well, they're dead. Maybe gruesome or, or cool. Majestically gruesome. Majestically gruesome. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. <laughs> I mean, that guy doesn't care. No. Yeah, I don't care what happens to my body. Right. If, if I can feed birds, that sounds great. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a more epic way to go out. Like, I kind of want to be hanging. Like, you ever seen Jurassic Park? Yeah. When they hang that great white and that big thing comes up and... Yes. I kind of like that to be me and something. 
Don't grab me like that. Like get dragged behind a boat on Shark Week. <laughs> oh, that'd be, good. that'd be good. Yeah. But I don't know how I want to go. Or I mean, I don't. Right now, right now, man. If possible, I'm leaning for air burial, sky burial, sky burial. Yeah. Yeah. Now a lot of other cultures do it, India and the Mongolians and so forth, but the Tibetans are pretty well known for it because it is more ceremonial than economical for uh, for their people. Yeah, and the whole thing about buying a casket is just silly. Like, why yeah. can't put me in a casket and put me in like that? Like, it's real ornate and looks all nice, and then you just put it. It looks around. comfortable. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. I have an I'm, uncle. I'm going to be dead. I don't care what happens to my body. Yeah. Funerals are like second to like weddings when it comes to just ridiculous expenses. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not getting uh, what you're paying for. Yeah. I definitely wish I. We were at a wedding this weekend, man. Mm-hmm. Were you there? No, I missed it. Oh, you're, you're lucky. Baby was sick. <laughs> what, why do you say he's lucky? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a, it's just a wedding, man. I mean, it's, it's, here's the thing, man. I've been married for 13 years, I think. It's 13 or 14 this week. Okay, you might want to nail that down. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, I've been married for for 13, 14 years within the week. And um, they're going through their vows. This wedding we were at, we're going through their vows. And being the seasoned vet that I am, three kids, double-digit years of marriage, I'm like, just wait. <laughs> you're not going to keep that. <laughs> just <now>. wait. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all these lofty promises like, I'll follow you around the world and back. And <laughs> I'll be your companion and all this. And I'm like, hey, man, just wait till you crawl on the bed. And she just let a fat one rip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it peels the walls. Your eyes start to water. You can't say that in a vow. Like, I vow to stay in the bed when you do that. Yeah. You should. <laughs> I vow to baste. In the most duchest of ovens. <laughs> Essentially what it is. You know what I mean? That's some real practical vows there. Yeah. I promise to not get mad when you forget to switch over the laundry. Oh, that's a good one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I promise to eat whatever you put in front of me. But I would have already broken like 90% of those promises that we've listed. <laughs> I mean, my promises would have to be about like the things I mess up, but my wife doesn't mess up. I mean, not that I'll talk uh, about on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I promise to make sure I strap the baby in when I go for a drive. Have you forgot that? La- yeah, last week. Hey, nice. She it's made fine. It. She made it. It's fine, man. Dude, I've looked in my rear view and seen my two-year-old crying around the back, crawling around the back seat. <laughs> and I'm like, get her in her chair. And my wife's like, why don't you strap her in? I'm like, I left it to the six-year-old. <laughs> you know? So... She's she can put up with a lot. I mean, she's six months now. She's she can handle it. I mean, the back seat was like all the way back, and she's kind of tucked in there. And I just drove around. I was trying to get her to sleep because she hates to sleep, and so I'm just driving around, making seeing if that'll make her fall asleep. And uh, she wasn't strapped in. Do you have a baby that hates to sleep? Oh, she hates it. Oh, she, I feel oh, bad. Oh yeah, for that's you. terrible. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mine were were sleeping through the night at two months. Yeah, every my, one of them. I'd want it two weeks and want it like four weeks. No, she'll <clears throat> she'll sleep through the night, yeah. but she will like fight you every bit of the way to get down to sleep because she does, she hates it. Yeah. Hey, that'll serve her well. Speaking of that, moving on <laughs> to gruesome and 
off color. Are we going to watch people get skinned after they're dead? No. No, yeah, that's just a little too extreme for this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, you know Color Me Bad? Remember that band? No. It's from Oklahoma City. I'm not from Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think that's just a little bit before my time, man. 90s, late 90s. Late 90s? Mm-hmm. Are you sure it wasn't early, early 90s? Early to late 90s. They broke up in 98, 99. Yeah. I was seven. Anyway, they got back together in... Uh, 2010 Oklahoma City band called Col- Color Me Bad. Color Me Bad. Like, I, mm-hmm. I remember the name. I can't remember what their songs are. Yeah. Anyway, they're touring. I didn't know they were. One of the guys assaulted the other guy on stage during a concert. Is I don't that have why they the broke video. up It's probably more entertaining than their music. It is. Yeah. The, the funniest part, and you can Google it. Just Google Color Me Bad fight on stage, right? The funniest part about it is the light dozen of people sitting in the crowd at this casino. <laughs> the dozens and dozens. Dozens of people sitting in the crowd at this casino that it happens at. Like, it's not a, not even a concert. It's almost like they're playing in a dance hall. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's the most pathetic thing I've they're ever seen. They're trying to draw a crowd. Yeah, it was, no, well, it's their concert. And, I mean, like I said, they're on a tour like a go buy tickets, Ticketmaster tour. They they have the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, which I don't know how they fill that up. But they don't even come back to Oklahoma City, and that's where all they're from. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just, I guess it's, you know what? It's really lost on you guys. <laughs> yeah, swing and a miss, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> you know who would have this conversation with me? Yeah, Jeff would Jeff. Jeffrey Tucker. Yeah, because he's be like all he really knows who they are. Yeah, he's like 48 years old. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're they're uh, they're torn with uh, tag team. Oh, dude, do you know who tag team is? Not at all. Whoop, yeah, there it is. Oh, Whoop, one song, one hit wonders. Yeah, yeah, I know that yeah. song. Yeah, they're together, still torn, still tag teaming. All right, never mind, man. Never mind. Let's strike, get back. strike hey. two. <laughs> all right, we want to keep it on music. Let's keep it on music. Anyone listen to R. Kelly's nineteen-minute song today? I did not. The man's going to jail. For a 19-minute song? Uh, for everything he had... It, the, the name of the song is called I Admit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the man's going to jail. It's probably... I mean, has he not already been to jail? Uh, he has, but he's on trial now. There's rumors that he... Uh, remember uh, Allison Mack? Yes. He used to play on oh. Smallville. Oh, oh that sex about. trafficking ring? Mm-hmm. All part of that? Yeah. Oh, R. Kelly's a uh, part of that too. Oh, yeah. What's and, funny is that that's way less surprising than the other chick. Than Allison Mack. Yeah. Yeah, Allison like, Mack is is surprising. Well, she's like a like D list actress. So the fact that her name even comes up in it is weird. Would Smallville qualify you for D list? Yeah, anything on the CW. Remember does. Rosenbaum? I feel like no. He played Lex Luthor on Smallville. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He he was on like some. Uh, it was like it was one of is one of those like '90s or early 2000 horrors. I forget which one. Maybe yeah, Final Destination. But it was Lex Luthor. I remember him in the the uh, movie Sorority Girls. You ever seen that? Nope. Three frat, four frat guys. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. End up they have to pose as sorority girls for the ugly sorority. Yes. And they can help the girls get confidence yes. on one of yes. those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. in that one. <laughs> he's hilarious <laughs> yeah. in that one. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah. So. 
Anyway, he was on a uh, podcast talking about Allison Mack, and they all thought she was weird. They all thought the cult, you know, she goes, yeah, it was a little cultish, but we didn't think it was anything to that, you know, so. So anyway, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting, but yeah, R. Kelly's going to jail, and I'm pretty sure that 19-minute song might be admitted as evidence. Well, he admitted to everything in it, right? He, he just said, well, I mean, he didn't come out and say, he blasted Steve Harvey and John Legend in it. Those are national treasures. That's what I'm saying, man. You don't talk ill of Steve Harvey. Harvey's hilarious. You yeah. watch Family Feud? Uh, when I can, yeah. The Steve Harvey version? I love it. He's great. Yes. I mean, he's resurrected that show. Because who's the guy? There's a, You know there's a curse with Family Feud, feud right? No. Yeah. Do all the families like get divorced? No, it's all about the host. If you host it, oh. like either you die or your career dies. Yep, and that's not happening to him. His career took off after. He's the Tom Brady of comedians, man. Yeah, like the goat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's just like he's breaking Madden curses all over the place. Maybe not comedian, yeah. but like being like a talk show host or a game show host. No, he's a pretty funny comedian. That's how he made his. Yeah, his kings of comedy. Yeah, his comedy's neither here nor there. I liked it when he uh, he said the wrong name won Miss America. Yeah. That's that was... my favorite joke that he ever pulled. Yeah. You think that was a joke? Mm. Uh, you think? I mean, do you really think that he was trying to... You're oh, the, absolutely You're the not. conspiracy theorist, <laughs> Josh. You tell us. You don't think you think he really meant... How do they do that? No, he did not mean to do that. That dude but messes you up read, You read a time. card. All you have to do is read a card. Yeah, but I think it probably says, like, the runner-up. And then oh. the winner, and he read the runner-up for the winner. He probably got confused by the card. Yeah. Maybe that's why R. Kelly called him out in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just trying to drag down some good people with him. Yeah. Make it sound like everybody's involved in it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Let's talk Cleveland Browns, man. That is what I'm ready to talk about. <laughs> Do we want to talk about... He's dressed for that conversation. Look at him. Yeah, Josh Gordon, man. He, let's he's talk about probably not going to play again this year. Let's start. <laughs> let's start. I have my theories on that, which is good yeah. news for you. First off, you're such an avid fan. Yes. That I, I root. I'm I'm rooting for the Browns to be good. That's just to see how you would react to it. Yeah, that's that's the kind of fan you have to be. You have to I don't want you to put your cause. Here's the thing, man. I know a couple of Giant fans. When the Giants were terrible, and I was like, same thing, and then they won the Super Bowl, and I hate the Giants. <laughs> like, I want them to lose every time now because of those fans. It's like, you know what I mean? I mean, if they if they do, if the Browns turn it around, you know who's going to turn it around. It's he who must not be named on this podcast. That guy's not turning it around. I think he might. No. First off, I don't even think he plays this year. If he does, he gets scrub time. I think no. Tyra I think Tyra Taylor was a good pickup. Yeah. Tyra Taylor, I mean, for the Browns, their quarterbacks are notorious for throwing interceptions. They're better at throwing it to the other team than their own team. Cole McCoy was pretty decent. Yeah, well, Cole McCoy, I love Cole McCoy. We can agree on that. Yeah. Texas man. Uh he did well. Yeah. And then while he was there, he just can't make the thing about Cole McCoy is his arm strength's not Good enough that he can make 100% of the throws. So right. it shortens the field uh, for the defense. It, it, you're, you know, narrows it for him. Well, he came in, was it 2010? 2009? 
Yeah, ten, somewhere around nine. And yeah. uh, I mean, the receivers were terrible, as they usually are. But he won a few games for you. Yeah, he did. Who did he back up? Was it Hoyer? He was no. He backed up Delome. Like Delome did a came to do God, a year. That dude was still playing. Cleveland, yeah. Wow, y'all but take he, anybody. He got injured, uh, and so Colt McCoy took yeah. up, and uh, he was so accurate. I mean, he would hit receivers right in the chest, and the ball, and they just wouldn't catch the ball. You know how messed up that season was. Mark Sanchez and the New York Jets were like premier team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, that they just got Rex Ryan. That's how messed up. Hard knocks. Yeah, that's that's how messed up that season was. But all right, let's let's go to the let's start at the draft first because I don't like your draft. It wasn't great. I think you take the best player in the draft first. They did with Barkley. Well, they took Baker Mayfield. No, best player mm, in the draft. Well, number technically, one. he wasn't even top ten. Didn't he just win the uh, ESPY for best collegiate athlete? The ESPY? Yeah, that's a real thing. Oh, okay. It's a real award. Who's voting for that? Athletes, right? Oh. I don't know. Wait, didn't didn't the ESPYs <laughs> give Bruce Jenner, like, female athlete mm-hmm. of, like, the century or something stupid like yeah. that? No, Caitlyn Jenner. I'm not calling him that. Anyway. <laughs> so, we can agree to disagree on that one. But I think you yeah. take Saquon Barkley. But let's, let's let bygones be bygones. You took a quarterback instead of a running back. They had to address quarterback. However, number four. <laughs> no, I, I got you. Denzel Ward was that, – that's a yeah. – right? yeah, it was a terrible pick. Not I, when Chubb's sitting there. Bradley Chubb. They passed up on Bradley yeah. Chubb. I agree. Dude, I guarantee had, you John Elway. Yeah. I'm. He's like, here, here's the card. And y'all made your pick, and he's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> He had no idea. He had, there yeah, was I no guarantee way Roger Goodell looked at it, and there was a name crossed out, and it said Chubb. You know, or it didn't even say that. It probably had the name crossed out, and the guy the Browns should have got. That's all it said. Mm-hmm. And Goodell went just went with because I mean, with Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett on one end, Bradley Chubb on the other, mm-hmm. unstoppable. They already had. Now they had a fifth fifth best ranked rushing defense last year. But that's because nobody had to run the ball on them. Uh, but Nobody had to do anything, man. <laughs> Our you games could, were close. You could, you could accidentally score fourteen points and have that game in hand by the second quarter. Yeah. But no, I think you, I think you take Barkley and Chubb, and the two and four spot. And then I think if you, if you do that, I think uh, Lamar Jackson falls to the second round, and you pick him up top of the second. Or I mean, we had traded. We had three second-round picks. Could have traded up to get Lamar Jackson. If you had to. Yeah. But if you don't pick up Mayfield, then then that all falls down. Or you get Mayfield at the top of the second round. But Somebody surely would have taken Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah, but if they taken Mayfield before that, then Lamar, because Lamar was the last pick of the first round or second-to-last pick. So that would have fallen. One of the quarterbacks would have fallen in the second round. So, but I'm no GM. I don't know. Lamar Jackson does look like he's going to be pretty good. I think that uh, they're going to come out. They're going to play him for most of the Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited to see what he does. Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Yeah, me too. You know who I'm going to be probably disappointed in? Josh Rosen. Yeah, I don't think Josh Rosen. I think Sam Bradford's going to uh, maybe stay healthy for four games. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> but I think I, I just, for some reason, man, when they picked Josh Rosen, you know who I thought of? 
Who? Matt Leiner. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I just think he's going to have that kind of career. Because he went to Arizona? No. <laughs> just I think that's the kind of hype that's coming in with this kid. Yeah, he said uh, there was nine mistakes made before him. He corrected it and said three. Changed <laughs> it to the quarterbacks. Yeah. Which, I mean, he was the number one quarterback in the pro-ready quarterback. But let's – uh. Got a couple prospects for you though. Help you out. Good segue. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's see this first first guy. All right, here we go. Not the receiver though. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you could get that red truck for league minimum. Yeah. I don't. I think you signed. I mean, five years, thirty million. Oh man, I I don't. That's messed up, man. <laughs> who do you blame there? The quarterback or the DB who pushed him into the truck? <laughs> Did he push him? Wait, can we bring it back yeah, up? Yeah, play yeah, it yeah. I don't think he pushed. He just runs into it, right? <laughs> he pushes him out. <laughs> Nobody's looking. Use the sideline, homie. <laughs> man, you got to look downfield a little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Their buddies start calling it out before he hits it, too. They're like, oh, no. Yeah. It's that, that, that concerned moan as you watch something terrible happen. Yeah. No. Show that next video. All right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all are going to have a top three pick by the time that. Y'all still be picking top three by the time that kid gets to the draft. Yeah. You're probably right. So. Come around. Anyway, Josh Gordon. Uh, Josh Gordon out. Yeah. For tra training camp. Yeah, he said he's out of the training camp and that he's going to, he's, what is he, he's working on himself. It's a part of his rehab. Yeah. So what do you think? I got my theory. I want to hear yours first as the, the fan. I mean, we're kind of used to it. It's, you, it's like the, you ever watch Parks and Recreation? Mm -hmm. uh, and there's that accounting firm and Ben Wyatt is going to, he's yeah. going to come work for that firm. Yeah. He's telling him he's going to work and he comes and he like works a day and he's like, I have to quit. That's Josh Gordon. He gets our hopes up. You know, and that that's disappointing because if he if he doesn't have the drug problem, he could hands down easily be one of the best, if not the best wide receiver. Talent-wise, he's probably – you can make a case for him being the best ta pure talent at wide receiver okay. ever. Ever. He's ripped. He's fast. Catches everything. I mean, just gets in his own way. Mm -hmm. Now, I think he's on the mend. And you look good because you picked up what's-his-name from Miami. Jarvis Landry. Oh, yeah. Jarvis Landry. You got Tyrod Taylor at the quarterback. Joe Thomas hurts you. Um, who's your running back? Carlos Hyde from San Francisco. Okay. Nick Chubb from Georgia. That's not bad. And uh, Duke Johnson, who can uh, catch the ball. Okay. Tight end? David Njoku. Chief David Njoku. Where's he from? He's, I mean, this is his second year. I forget what. Uh, okay. I want to say is he Nebraska good? for some reason. Is he good? Yeah, he's great. I, he's tall. I mean, and I think he's one of those up-and-comer tight ends. That uh -huh. Like Winslow Jr. Not, was supposed to be? Yeah. Uh, also a Brown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be good. 
All right, here's my theory. He's who I'm targeting in late rounds, fantasy. Is it? Yeah. We're going to bring you back on with Austin for fantasy episode. Sounds good. And we'll discuss 14 versus 16 weeks. Oh, don't even get me started. You can't, you can't even meet in the middle at 15? No. no. Dude, I think it <laughs> no, should be. It, I think it, should to, be. It, it has to end at 14 to I be I think legitimate. it should be 16. <clears throat> yeah. That's Here's only, my That's thing. only because you can put together a garbage team that barely scrapes by. Dude, and I, is still struggling to get into the playoffs. Who? All your players on your team. Who? <laughs> Everyone Dude, drafted. I win. Every time I play, I win. Uh, let's, Just, sa- let's save it for the fantasy show because despite, I have something to say about that, too. <laughs> despite commissioners working against me. If you've ever watched the I'm league, the Tom collusion. I'm the, collusion. T- I'm the Tom Brady of fantasy football. I got the commissioner working against me, yet I still come in and win. No, no, no. The you're, the, you're the Tom Brady of fantasy football because you've been caught cheating more than once. <laughs> anyway. All right, so here's the thing. I don't think Josh Gordon is going to rehab. I read a book called The Dark Side of the Game by a dude named Dan Green who played in the NFL. And this dude said everybody hates training camp yeah. in the summer. They hate it. And so no one, if, you're, if your position is locked in, which Josh Gordon's position is obviously locked in, he said no one cares. Do guys nurse injuries? Guys conceive children in November and December so that they can have paternity leave during training camp. Um, it's an interesting strategy. Like I said, they nurse it's injuries. A, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> they nurse injuries. Um, they hold out contract-wise. They, they hold out, and we see that all the time. He said the only thing that players do not respect is retirement. To, to retire, to get out of it, and then come back. Because yeah. when you retire, like, now the team actually has to make some, some moves to, mm-hmm. to fix it. You know what I mean? So part of me is thinking that your boy just doesn't want to go through training camp. Training camp so he's, he's going to go play the rehab card. And well, I mean, think about training camp is you get all these guys together, and they live in a dorm for right. weeks. Yeah, it's terrible. And so it's like college. And Which isn't bad if you're high school to college, but when you live in five million dollar homes with pools and barbecues, yeah, dorms and dorm well, food in the when you get all the guys together, and uh, I'm sure college is when he developed his uh, addiction. Uh, that he's you know he's just going to put himself. He doesn't want. He's not looking to put himself back into that situation where he's yeah. prone to act out. I'm not. I'm not tracking his issue. What's his drug? Weed. <clears throat> Oh. Which is, I have issues with Goodell on that stuff too, you know. I mean, you got a lot of other things going on, but like it, to me, I mean, all rules are always broken. But if Greg Hardy was able to come back from what he did, I don't know why Josh uh, Gordon had any type of issues. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Hardy should have never been able to play in the NFL again. So. That's what I think, but let's just say he is back on the on the booger sugar or the uh, <laughs> whatever, right? Terrell Owens. There's Terrell Owens. Uh, didn't uh, he's trying to get into Canada now, isn't he? Well, he said if the right NFL team, right opportunity calls. Is Cleveland the right opportunity? He wants to go somewhere he can win a championship. Um, I think right opportunity is someone in this case means only opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Would the Browns uh, really suffer for it, though? Why? 
You're already a dumpster fire. That's true. Why don't you get Terrell Owens, but like 10 years younger and go Des Bryant? No, that's a bad comparison. Yeah, I was about to say that's. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> not. not I'm not level. ready to put Des Bryant in the Hall of Fame. Right, no, not right even. Now. No, but he is the. He's the same. He's going to be the same issue in the locker room. Yeah, but he's you know, he can catch the football. Yeah, so can Owens, and Owens is running a four four right now. Without pads on. Okay. It adds a lot of weight. I don't know. I just want to. <laughs> I, I want to see a Hall of Famer actively play. Like, I want to see what, what they do with that. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's a fish. Are they going to take him out of the Hall of Fame? I know. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see if he, gets a, if he gets a pro contract. You know, if they take him out, he may never get back in. Because he, he was, what, three years before he got in? Mm-hmm. And he should have been a first-round ballot. I assume it's yeah. a requirement you have to be retired. You have to be retired for five years. Five years? Okay. Which I think five years. Is that just the NFL Hall of Fame? Yes. Because there's other Hall of Fame. I mean, Ric Flair is a three-time Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> and he still says he's not going to retire. You're going to pick him up for the uh, for left tackle? <laughs> Joe Thomas's spot? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean, though? Like, if you're not going to win games, like, you at least have that marketing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's newsworthy. It's uh, I mean, it'd be fun. I like to see it. I just want to see what the... And I, and I kind of would like to have that Terrell Owens from Philly mm-hmm. interacting with Mayfield. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Like the Terrell Owens that knocked out Donovan McNabb, punched him in the <laughs> mouth. That's the one I want to see in the Browns locker room. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine Baker Mayfield trying to uh, boss around Terrell Owens? Yeah, that's in, what I'm saying, the, man. In the huddle? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. On the, on that's, just, and it, that's, just, that's just me being being petty. Yeah, but and that's that's kind of what I I like to hear. I mean, Cleveland as a fan base is known for throwing things onto the field, and uh, yeah, Terrell Owens, real class acts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Terrell Owens out there. Who knows what they could be throwing at him or to him or what he's gonna take? Yeah, well, Philly did too. Philly was the same way. Yeah. Philly's probably worse. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're running up uh, greased up light poles. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> throwing batteries at Santa Claus. Speaking so. of throwing things, I'm just going to throw this out there. Maybe we should take a break to talk about our sponsors. All right. Hit the graphic, Corey. Here we go. Studio wants to revolutionize the way people see headphones, not just as tech device, but also as an accessory. Currently, the headphones market can offer you one of two things, style or tech. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality. And the high-tech variations are bulky and not sleek in design or design-oriented. Studio wants to bridge that gap and do it for a fraction of the cost. What you see us wearing is the Region. It's their premium over-the-air model with 24 hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life. The Region is perfect. It will connect to any device that has Bluetooth, but there's also an auxiliary cord if you don't want to use the wireless option. You can also personalize your Region headphones with interchangeable caps that keep you in style while enjoying the music or this podcast. Studio also offers the Vasabla wireless earbuds, the Trey workout buds, or the Niva Airbuds. Support this podcast by going to topofthedudechain.cloud, click our sponsors link, and click the studio icon, or just visit studio.com and use Duchain at checkout to save 15% on your entire purchase. That's not good enough. Studio also ships worldwide for free. Nice. 
Good job, Josh. Yeah. You're starting to get good at this. Yep. <laughs> Studio. That was a good segue, though. That oh, was a good segue. Yeah. That, that's going to be my thing now, is uh, my abrupt segues <laughs> into our commercial break. <laughs> Just stopping it all together. Yeah, I feel like I've knocked it out of the park the last three podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you got next for us, Josh? See Tom Brady's <laughs> Instagram picture? Uh, ripping on his, his dad bod. Yeah. I mean, he's always had that bod, though. I know, man. There's and nothing new here to see. All he has to have is an arm. Yeah. It doesn't take a, a stellar body to read a defense. I don't get it. I don't get why people hate on the guy. Of course, I would say it's probably because he's just... Everything, like, man, when I grow up, I'm going to be the Super Bowl winning quarterback. I'm going to date the Super Bowl. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's just doing it. Haters gonna hate, man. Yeah, people hate on the guy because they can't yeah. beat him. I hate him just because all of his fan base is a bunch of bandwagoners. Oh, I mean, that's I why. I've e- always loved everybody in a Brady jersey that doesn't live in New England is just a garbage person. That's not true. Says the Yankees fan. That's not true. <laughs> couldn't be. Couldn't be further. I mean, I was a fan of him in college. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Michigan Wolverine fan, then also a garbage person. Oh. Hmm. You. You should live within, like, at least three to four hours of I mean, the team you support. I used to. Otherwise, I'm you from, just I'm otherwise at some point in your life, you just picked the team that was the best at that point in time and hopped on the bandwagon. That's not true either. Except for this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no bandwagon. You're, you're the only true fan I've ever met. Well, I haven't always been a Cleveland fan. Oh. Well. Yeah, let's, let's go down that road. Like, like... Wait, wait, wait. How do you not... <laughs> How, how, how do you, do you get to Cleveland not living in Cleveland? As a Cleveland fan. So, I started, I mean, I'm from Michigan, from Flint, near Flint. Okay. Uh, Detroit, Detroit Lions. Yeah, grew up a Detroit Lions fan. And uh, they went 0 and 16, yeah, so you jumped to the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. They won the first game. Uh, so, I mean, when I. I'm young, so the uh, the first quarterback i can really remember like really getting into and like wanting him to succeed is joey harrington oh and then uh don't even know that name dude (laughs) could you pick like a bigger tool (laughs) i mean i know that now dude i was was, okay i was a kid yeah but okay when did you start rooting for him unless it's high school you should have known no i was not in high school no, I'm saying if if you started rooting for him while he was in high school, you should have known. Because as soon as he got to college, it was downhill. Where is he? Where is he from? Oregon. He okay. went to Oregon. I think he's from California, but he went to school, uh, played for the Oregon Ducks. No, oh, yeah, I was just—I mean, I was a Lions fan, and so when and he showed up playing for the Lions, that's when I was like, "That was really a terrible deep. draft, too." Yeah, I mean, he beat Achilles Smith. Who? Exactly. <laughs> I mean that was that was was Achilles Smith. I think so. I could be wrong. I've been wrong apparently. Who names their kid Achilles? By the way, <laughs> no, it couldn't have been Achilles Smith. No, it was nah. Achilles Smith because he played at Oregon State. I think that's right. So I was I grew up a Lions fan, huh? and uh, the Joey Harrington was terrible, and uh, then Dan Orlovsky uh, was his backup, and uh, he ran out of the end zone. I remember that yeah. Cowboys. Uh, no, I don't know who they're, maybe they're playing the Cowboys. Uh, he just ran out of the back of the end zone. It was terrible. 
Yeah. <laughs> Middle of the play. Just, uh, Are the Lions the first 0-16 season? Yes. They're the first 0-16 season, and not the first all-defeated season. That was the Bucks. They went 0-12. Oh, back when it back didn't in like count. The 70s or something. Yeah, back when like the Dolphins went undefeated. And... Yeah, uh, and so they go on sixteen, and I'm and uh, I was you know a big Michigan fan. I like Braylon Edwards, and he went to the Browns, and so I was like uh, wanted to watch him, and uh, got him. So Browns. Braylon Edwards got you to yeah, and got uh, you to the Browns. Yeah, I had a family member who uh, was a Browns fan. Uh, he just liked being an underdog fan. Uh, so I kind of took on his fandom. Is uh, it your dad? No, it's just a cousin. Your mom? <laughs> Granddad? He answered just, the question. Just a cousin. <laughs> no, I'm trying to give him a way to bail out. You I don't mean, root for a team because your cousin roots for I mean, him. that is a weak reason. But like, well, and Braylon Edwards. Your dad? Okay. Your grandpa? Braylon Edwards, will, it, he will always be my favorite college football player because he played for Michigan, and I can remember uh, they were playing Michigan State. It was triple overtime, and he caught the game-winning touchdown in the end zone. Yeah. I remember he torched uh, Texas in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Luckily, we had a dude by the name of Vince Young that torched you a little bit more. Vince Young. Did you see him at the draft announce uh, Tennessee's pick? Uh Uh-uh. Harold Landry. He gets up there and he says, Honor Landry. Yeah, Vince Young, man, he's uh... (laughs) a... He hasn't been the same since McNabb died. Who? Don, uh, not McNabb, uh, McNair. Yeah. Steve McNair. Remember that? I don't know. How, I don't remember how he died. When did he die? Is he dead? You don't remember that? Are you sure? McNair? Steve McNair. He's dead? Yeah, he used to play quarterback, took the Titans to the Super Bowl, lost he... to the greatest show on turf. Yeah, I'm familiar with who he is. Okay. And he was he was Vince Young's, like, mentor. Yeah, he was still playing for the Titans when he got drafted, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why. No, no, he was, but he was involved with the organization. He wasn't playing, but he was involved with the organization. That's why they picked him up, and he, he was basically there to mentor Vince Young. Yeah, Vince Young. It was rookie of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And then. McNair and then died. Oh, and then McNair died. Yeah. July 4th, 2009. You know how he died? Mm-mm. Fireworks. Got blasted. Wow. By a waitress from Dave and Buster's. What? You don't remember that? No. Yeah, he, dude, he, he shacked up with a hussy behind his wife's back. The D&B? From Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And uh, she shot him. What? And then shot herself. And so that's why Vince Young's career died. Pretty much, because he went, I mean, he went, that's when he went crazy. Wow. Because McNair was kind of that guy that kind of, you know, made him, you know, because, I mean, college, Vince Young didn't have to do anything responsible. No. He literally just had to show up and run the ball and throw it wherever he needed to. But, yeah. you know, you're talking about a guy who never, probably never put in full effort in practice because he didn't have to. Didn't have to put in any type of meetings because if the play broke down, he just ran. Mm-hmm. His first guy wasn't open, he just ran. So McNair was supposed to be there to kind of help him with the, uh, Kind of the transition to the NFL, teaching him how to go to meetings and make it, holding them accountable and all that. Hmm. Plus, he uh, he got drafted by the most overrated coach in the history of college, in the history of football. Fisher, Jeff Fisher, that guy, man, has no, done he's... so little and received so much for it. Yeah, 
He like he's the Sam Bradford of coaches, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. Well, I mean, he's unemployed now, right? Well, now, but Sam Bradford's about he's one injury from being unemployed too. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, he'll just work his. I mean, he'll be the next quarterback for the Browns. So, like, <laughs> like game three, man, Bradford's out. I'd like to see the statistic for the longest career with the fewest games played because he's got to be like in the close. running. No, yeah, but dude, put money on that too for. Yeah, I, I guarantee he's top. If you if you put plays played and divided by the amount of money that he's been paid, he's making more money per play than anyone else. Oh, how, how long has he been in the league? Uh, let's see. Oh nine is when uh, uh, Colt McCoy messed up his shoulder in the national championship. So Bradford came out the same year, two thousand. So he started playing 2010. So, so he's got eight years. This will be his eighth season. So he can well, – it's eight eight seasons to retire, right, or is it four? To retire? Yeah. You can retire whenever you want. See, I thought it was – I thought you had to the, now you to get the league minimum. For it was a like, pension? Yeah. Uh, a pension, I think, is uh, eight, eight years. Five years. Four, five years? Yeah, it's four or five I years. I can't remember if it's it was not four that or long. eight. It's was multiple he, of four. Was he coached by Jeff Fisher at the Rams? <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. Maybe they shared some secrets. Oh, they shared some <laughs> secrets, man. He's like, listen, man. Here's how uh here's how you do the least amount of work and get paid the most to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Bradford reminds me of the quarterback from Blue Mountain State. <laughs> Just always trying to get out of the game. <laughs> I've not seen that movie. It's a it's a TV show. Don't Highly watch recommend. it. <laughs> Don't watch Wait, it. I think I have watched it. Yeah. I think it got ripped off. It was it on Netflix and then got taken off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like I was started watching it the next day it got taken off. So what do you watch on Netflix now? You know, I'm I'm in a show hole. I uh, I've just got through like my fifth rewatching of Parks and Rec in the office, and there's nothing. See, else. I'm, I, that's me. I'm watching Psych. Yeah, I just yeah. Psych is good. I just finished uh, I just finished The Office too. It's sad getting through that last episode every time. Yeah, I want yeah. there to be like nine more seasons. I mean, it's sad getting there in like the last three seasons. Yeah. Corel, yeah, Corel leaving hurts. It gets it gets better again though. No, it, it does. It really does. They have to find their way though. Yeah, well, they it's have to cool. make it more about Jim and no, Pam. And, no, yeah. yeah, Jeff's never seen The Office, so we can have this conversation. <sighs> Jeff is not. Well, you've so never weird. seen Infinity War, yeah. so. I've never seen what? Yeah, you haven't Infinity seen Infinity War. War, so you can't talk trash. Probably. <laughs> but Marvel's garbage. DC uh, for life. All right, let's stick anyway. to The Office. Yeah, yeah, let's go back to The Office, because <laughs> you have no argument for DC. I just watched Justice League today, and it's what is, still wait, unwatchable. You think DC movies are better than Marvel movies? No, just DC as a whole. It's just... A whole. No. Minus the movies. You can say, like, the comics and Yeah, just, I'm just saying, DC stuff. as a whole. But the movies are trash. Okay, the <laughs> movies may be trash. But Marvel has put out some, some classics, and it's put out some, some duds. A few duds. Mm-hmm. But, like, a, a bad Marvel movie is still better than the best DC The movie. worst Marvel movie mm. is better, and not including Nolan's Batman Trilogy, yeah. not including it because it doesn't I'm, take place in the universe. It's still yeah, DC though, universe. but it's not the DCU. But it's, it's still is it is Batman DC or Dude, Marvel? It's it's DC. It's standalone. Right, it's it's DC different movie. from the source material. It's still they still have to buy the rights from DC to make it. So it's a DC movie just because it's not in this particular like realm of of whatever's happening. It's still a DC movie. This is his only argument, and I'm telling you right now. Those Batmans are better than any Spider-Man three that you ever put out. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Mans any are Spider-Man hands 3. down. Yeah, <laughs> the but you're also thing. but those movies don't count because they're outside the uh, MCU. Wrong. Are they Marvel? Is Spider-Man Marvel or not? 
He is. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. It's a Marvel movie, and it's terrible. But, but it's outside the MCU. Now, yeah. I will give yeah. you this. Punisher Warzone <clears throat> makes up for it. <laughs> oh, shut up, dude. I, Punisher Warzone get, is the worst movie Let's get back to the office, the though. I, okay. tried, I, I tried to watch back. Punisher Warzone today. DCU and the, the DC. How was it? In, in preparation for the it's podcast. So bad, How was dude. it? I got in like 10 minutes in and just decided I couldn't. It's unwatchable. Yeah. Well, I tried to watch it with uh, my daughter. Okay, it's well, not a very family friendly movie. No. Um, no. But, I took my uh, wife I to it. I took my wife to it. Here's the thing I like watching movies by myself. Like, I'll go to the movie theater by myself and just watch a movie. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's great, dude. It's the best way. It to really watch is. It like, really is. Now, now that I have a child, like, that just two hours of just. Now, now don't there go the to. Dark. Listen, I know this couple that had zero kids and went to Frozen. No, 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 no. It gets better. They went to the Frozen sing-along. Oh, no. Uh, they need to be named by name immediately. No, they definitely do not be. <laughs> give, us a, give us a hint. <laughs> Whoever gets it right and uh, sends us an email gets they surprised. They don't have kids? Hmm? They don't have kids? They, or they didn't have kids when they went in. No excuse to go in. It's not our uh, absent co-host, is it? No. I'll tell you after the podcast. Oh. But I guarantee you, if I tell you after the podcast, you'll know why we don't say their name on the podcast. Oh, okay. So. Maybe they, do they need to come onto the podcast no, to defend themselves? No, they will never be on this podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. And, and like I said, after this podcast, I'll tell you who it is. And <laughs> it'll, clear, you'll just, it'll clear everything up. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah, they went to that. But anyway, I go to movies by myself. So I was planning to go see Punisher Warzone by myself. And my wife's like, oh, I'll go with you. I'm like, why don't we go see Punisher Warzone? You may not want to go. No, I'll go watch. I'm like, all right. We go. Grandma gets her head blown off by Jigsaw, right? <laughs> when the first scene. <laughs> she looks at me. No, 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 she's cringing the entire time. Yeah. But Grandma gets her head blown off. And she goes, what kind of garbage do you bring me to? Like, yeah. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, I did, uh, I did the same thing with Shayna on uh, District 9, with, you know, the alien movie. Yeah. Which it starts out, it's kind of like a uh, social commentary of, like, poverty in Johannesburg and stuff. But then it devolves into, like, this horribly violent action film and, like, people getting shot with lightning bolts. And the, I think the, the final bad guy gets his head ripped off and, like, some alien's chewing on it. And she's just like, this is disgusting can't believe you brought me to this i was like i didn't know it's not like i saw it ahead of time exactly i can't hear anything anymore in my headphones i unplugged my headphones <laughs> can you plug them back in plug back in i hate to ruin the great conversation oh, you broke it can you hear us what is this your first podcast <laughs> that's what i gotta ask everybody. can you no, hear I us can, without I can, the headphones i, mean, I can kind of hear you guys i can take the headphones off yeah just wear them around your neck there you go there you go <laughs> Still want studio headphones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. I think you unplugged them from yeah, the base. Yeah, you unplugged yeah, them absolutely. from the base. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, oh, there we go. These are some high-tech headphones that have... Yeah, that's because they have the wireless option as well. Mm -hmm. They're the wireless option. Him, yeah, you can see them plugging in the auxiliary. For any device with a Bluetooth option, but if you forget to charge them, there is an auxiliary cord that allows you to continue to use them. Until you have the opportunity you know, to charge. They can get unplugged and replugged Browns in. fans, technologically great. challenged since yes. three minutes ago. But <laughs> even if they don't work, you can still wear them around your neck because they are a fashion accessory. They are a fashion accessory, and they look great. 
Anyway. Punisher War Zone. Back to the <laughs> office. Let's go back to the office. We've um, said we're going back to this like three times now. Season finale. Do you like it? Yes. Because a lot of shows end terribly. Yeah. Well, see, I think the way they did it was it, they, it brought closure. Mm-hmm. And, like, yes. Just wrapped up the whole thing. No, I agree. Yeah. And, I, and I like the fact that... that Now, I do think they kind of rushed Jim a little bit. Like him, oh, we're going to go to Austin... And you know that's it, but it yeah. gives it gives Dwight the opportunity to be cool. You know. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted them to do uh, Shroot Farms as a spinoff. Like they set that up and brought on all the characters. They had the Verizon Wireless guy was in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sp- spinoffs are spinoffs, yeah. though, man. Better yeah. Call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think Better Call Saul is is done pretty well for itself. It is, but I'm it's it's it. it's riding the momentum of Breaking Bad. Standalone, it's not a great yeah, show. I can't think yeah. of a spinoff that's ever been as successful as the original. Can can you guys? I, I can't. The Cleveland show? No, horrible. The Cleveland show is great. Cleveland show's terrible, dude. It's unwatchable. Family Guy's unwatchable like now, too, though. Just like Cleveland, The Simpsons and everything that's been on for too long. Yeah, Simpsons. I mean, Simpsons need to go. They just they went too far left. Been, yeah. They kind of went off been the deep end. 30 years. Yeah. Now, now it seems like they're just there... To just rack up more time to be the but longest they, running but show. But they like predict the future. <laughs> yeah, the they prediction of think, Trump was hilarious. You yeah. think they predicted that, or do you think he? Do you think like no, no, no? Because do they you think that he he became president and he's like, dude, we're gonna mimic? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna do it this way. The Simpsons said it would exactly. Never Probably when he saw the Simpsons episode, he said, "When I become president." That's you think the Simpsons like. episodes would? He's like, that's it. I'm running. It's responsible. If you have to blame somebody, blame the Simpsons. Yeah. I don't blame them. I thank them. Mm-hmm. Teach their own. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this. My tax book thanks them. I'll say that. My stock portfolio thanks them. I'll stop it there. <laughs> but they not also, not I mean, because I have an opinion, just because... I don't want to talk about it on this podcast. Yeah, Josh likes to avoid politics. I appreciate The only that. thing I find interesting. They uh, <laughs> they predicted uh, Disney buying Fox. There's a there's a picture out there where it says uh, like Disney Fox Corporation or something. Yeah, they bought them, didn't they? Yeah, they just beat out. No, yeah. they they just beat out Comcast. Comcast had an opportunity to make a counter offer, but they weren't going to be able to match. So it. Disney yeah, Disney's know. buying them. Yeah. yeah, with the exception of Fox News, is Fox News. Fox News and one other small organization. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they have a controlling interest in Hulu and all of the yep. good uh, the rest of the Marvel universe. Dude, Disney's going to own everything media probably within the next ten to twenty years. No man, we have antitrust. They're going to let Disney build it up, and they're going to break it all up. Yeah. Maybe. Anti-monopoly stuff, that good. Economics 101. But what else They're already watching? a monopoly, though. I mean, as, as long as they keep putting out good movies, I'm yeah. keep watching them. I don't care if they have a monopoly on anything. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, you still can't call them a MCU monopoly. MCU, man. I mean, they still have yeah. other things. But they anyway. have the money to get Spider-Man. Will, will they make a good Fantastic Four movie? No. Nobody Just can. leave it alone. <laughs> Do they own Fantastic? Does Marvel own Fantastic Fo- Fox Four? Fox does. Fox does. Oh. They, there was a list that I saw the other day that was uh, all the characters that are going to be brought in or could be brought in once that merger happens or once they acquire all those Dude, what if they what if they went and bought Fox just to get all the Marvel I mean I think that's 
Marvel people buy. Yeah, but I mean, how many billions of dollars do they make for every film that they put out? It's yeah, not... but dude, you don't make you don't do merge conglomerates like that for. I think they did it to get the streaming rights, if, like the Hulu streaming rights. Yeah, now that, like, that that's probably that's yeah. probably a big part. Yeah, of it. but I mean, if you think about it, how much did how much did they pay? It was something like twenty billion, I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah, but that's a lot. if they make five hundred million per film, yeah, but Marvel, and they just pick up twenty something characters, they're going to make the majority dude, of their money. The back. Avengers and all that are going to stop making money eventually. Well, they haven't in the past decade. I mean, it's 20, 22 movies yeah. by the end of next year. Yeah, but you have to think about it. it. When it gets old to us, like our kids are going to start picking it up. It's going to be interesting to them. Yeah. They'll be able to just mm. reboot. and Kids are soft. More. <laughs> anyway, what else are you watching? Uh, so I tried to watch. Have you today? seen The Natural? No, what is that? Baseball movie? Mm. Is it on Netflix? It's on Prime, I think. I watched it this week, and Jeff told me it's the greatest baseball movie ever. Is that with Redford? Yeah, yeah. Robert Redford. You know who that is? Yes. He's like oh, he, you know, young Robert Redford is like Owen Wilson's with a straight nose. You know, yeah. why, you know why I know who Robert Redford is? He's what? in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no clue who he is. He's in I think Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. He's yeah. the leader of Hydra. Yeah. Don't know. He's in the Natural though. It's a good movie. I mean, baseball movies are always better than actual watching baseball. The Natural's the first movie where they had, like, the slow-mo, like, ball coming across the plate and the guy hitting it out of the park, right? Yeah. 84 is when it came out. He hits the lights with the ball, and he's running around the bases and sparks her, which is stupid because he only hit one (laughs) light, but, like, all the lights start exploding. (laughs) And All come down. Are just glass is falling on everybody. People yeah. are getting cut up, and he's just slow. Well, that's running. the other thing too. The right fielder that was ahead of him dies because he runs through the wall. You're like, who thought then, baseball could be check so this, violent? Then they 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 uh, speaking of, of ways to die and, and all that. Uh, he was cremated, and they spread his ashes over the over the field before the game. So everyone's standing on the thing. A plane flies over real low, like. Whoa. <laughs> you're like, no, nope, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, Chris, yeah. I've de- I've decided how you how you should bury yourself. You should do the extreme embalming. Have them take you to watch the Browns play. That way, you would be the only fan to make it to the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the only one left in the stands, dude. <laughs> uh, I think they should just put you in the uh, offensive coordinator seat. <laughs> Because you probably do just as good a job. <laughs> no, they got a good offensive coordinator now. They got um, Todd Haley from Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. the former head coach of the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. He, can, he might be able to do something. They didn't have an offensive coordinator. Took last the Cardinals year. to the Super they were, Bowl. They were relying on Hugh Jackson the past two years to run the <clears throat> offense. Yeah, and he has one. You know, this is just a stopping years. spot for Haley, right? He's like, what? Brown's the only ones who called? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vacation home's not going to pay for itself. <laughs> anyway, yeah, The Natural's pretty good. I wouldn't rank it up there as the best baseball movie, though. What's the best baseball movie, oh, in major, your opinion? Major Leagues 1 and 2 are, are pretty good. Pretty good. I'd say Rookie of the Year. What's the one with the girls? League of Their Own? Yeah. Oh, League of Their Own is fantastic. It's a good Never movie. seen it. I hate to admit it, but that's probably Angels the in the Outfield. Movie. Tom Hanks is in it. Tom Hanks can make Tom that Hanks movie makes good. that movie. Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, young Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. What's the one with the the little kid becomes a pitcher? Um, rookie of the year. Yeah, rookie of the year. Yeah, and there's another one. Little where, 
I think the best little big league. league. Little big league is where he's the manager. Yeah, he's the GM manager. I think uh, the Sandlot is the best. Player. Yeah, Sandman. Sandlot's probably the best. I'll put that number three Forever. behind. Me. I'll put it number two. Major League, uh, Major League two, then the Sandlot, then Major League one. Yeah, Sandlot number one. But Sandlot Major is league probably one A. Yeah. Actually, I'd probably go Sandlot, League of Their Own, and then the Major League movies. Yeah, I don't like League of Their Own. Rosie O'Donnell's in it. You don't like it because it's a cast of women. Yeah. You're right. It's 2018, Josh. Get with the times. God. Women don't play baseball. <laughs> no, but uh, no, that's not bad. Remember the scout, Brendan Fraser? No. Nobody remembers Brendan Fraser. What about the yeah, rookie? What happened to that guy? Dennis Quaid. The rookie? Yeah. yeah. Where he's that's, a, that's more recent, right? High school yeah. coach. Where he becomes a... And he goes to the goes back pitcher. To the yeah. Yeah, baseball movies are good. You got Field the Dreams too. Yep, you got Fever Pitch. <laughs> What's Fever Pitch? That's the one with the uh, uh, the guy who's not funny, Jimmy Fallon, right? Oh. Him and like Drew Barrymore. Oh, dude, yeah. get no, yeah, that's, that's a not, romantic. Comedy. And then uh, that's not a baseball. Movie. What's the one with Freddie Prince Jr.? Something summer. Scooby Doo. No, it, <laughs> I just watched Scooby. Doo. I think it. If <laughs> I remember right, it's like Jessica Biel's like his neighbor. It's something summer. Oh, where she gets out of the pool and he's yeah. mowing the lawn. Yeah. yeah. I remember that one. You know who wrote Scooby-Doo 2? We're getting more obscure. Oh. James Gunn. Did he? <laughs> hmm. You know who's hot in Scooby-Doo? Thelma. All right. <laughs> Do you mean Velma? Podcast is getting weird. Huh? Velma? <laughs> Velma. Vel. Vel. <laughs> With a V. Velma. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. You knew who I was talking about, didn't you? Yeah, but. Who plays her? <laughs> It's that uh, girl from Bloodline. That's not Buffy gonna... the Vampire Slayer. Sarah Michelle Gellar. It's Sarah Michelle. No, no, no. no. She's Daph. Is it Daphne? Oh, wait, That's yeah. Daphne. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Velma is Linda Cardellini, also in the MCU. What's she do? She's Hawkeye's wife. Oh, you're oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's, that's her. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's Velma. Yeah. She was in Freaks and Geeks. MCU gets all the good looking ladies. Yeah. yeah. She's in a show called Bloodline. DCU gets uh, Gal Gadot and nobody else. Gal Gadot's hot. Yeah. Christian Bale's good. Like he's hot. No. <laughs> Is that what you? He's a good actor. He's Anne there, Hathaway's Josh. In, in one of those movies, though. Who? Anne Hathaway. She's hot. Yeah. In the Catwoman scene, dude. No, no, no. Funniest thing about that. <laughs> Is uh, that scene where it's him and Catwoman fighting together? Heath and he, Ledger, and he's just like throwing punches, and people are randomly falling down that don't get hit. Have you seen that? Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Heath Ledger. Yeah, I mean. Yes, that movie is fantastic, but that movie does not speak for the, the current state of the DC Extended Universe. Yeah. I made a bad joke because the other day. I was, uh, I was trolling some people that were talking about the DCU, which, you know, they're all garbage people. And uh, they were talking about how terrible Jared Leto's Joker was. And I was like, oh, I thought he was, I thought he was really good. Like, obviously, I think he's terrible. And uh, they're like, oh, he was no Ledger. And I was like, well, if Heath Ledger was so good, why didn't they cast him again? Hmm. Mm. Low. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Low. a poor taste. <laughs> nah. Yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker is pretty good. Joaquin Phoenix is going to be. I would the say Joker. probably one of the best villains of Joaquin all time. Phoenix is going to be the Joker. Yeah, they're doing a a solo Joker movie. Joaquin Phoenix. Why in Leto playing it? Because he's terrible. Because DC doesn't <clears throat> know what they're doing, and they're going to have two separate Jokers at the same time. Yeah, they're a dumpster fire. Well, you know there are different Jokers though. That's true. The comics, because uh, but they're not addressing that. I guarantee you, they're no. not. Well, they kind of did in Batman vs Superman, because you had Robin, uh, Robin suit. Yeah, well, they had, but 
And, and you had the Nightwing stuff. The Joker stuff. was in it. The Joker was in that movie. Or Batman vs. No, Superman? No, he was in, uh, no, yeah, Suicide, he's in Squad. Suicide Squad. But that's the same. They're connected. So yeah, but Batman vs. Superman, that's what I'm saying. That could, because then like, Robin temporarily became the Joker. Was it Robin? They're not oh, going to get a, that deep into it, man. They can't. A, they can't even. A, they can't even get the individual character standalone movies like off the ground. That's a fan Aquaman, theory. baby. And, and Affleck's out as Batman finally, right? Is no, it, he's like flip flopped back and. Or forth. Or is he back in, but he's not going to direct it? Because he right. was directing it and starring. Yeah, in no, it. they got him out of directing. And then he backed off as director. Then he backed out as Batman. Aquaman. And now he's back in. As Aquaman's Batman. coming out December. Dude, have you seen that trailer? That trailer is trash. It's the CGI looks weird. But the, I mean, again, the CGI the is terrible in all. Be CGI. Yeah, they're gonna be like riding. But the CGI is terrible in all DCU movies. Yeah. All of them. I do. I do think that now that they've gotten away from Zack Snyder, that the that they're gonna be better movies. Yeah. I don't. It's. I wish that they could just start over and recast everybody, do new movies, and have a new universe. You like Cavill as Superman? No. I do. He's not. A Dude, bad he's Superman. white bread man, and that's what Cavill is. Yeah, he's boring. Superman's the most boring comic book character of he just all time. Hasn't, he hasn't shown that he's. I mean, I just wish I just wish he were American. Me? No. I mean, I like Superman. Cavill. Is he not American? No, he's English. Yeah, I don't know. He's you have to be American to be Superman. Obviously, there's never been a good Superman he's, movie. He's from. I mean, Kansas. if we're being honest, there's never been a good Superman. Christopher movie. Reeves. No, they're terrible. They're terrible movies, dude. Brandon Routh. Superman Returns. You know what? His actually was better than the originals. That's the one where he catches the plane. But not as good as Man of Steel. And Man of Steel is still a terrible movie. Yeah. They could have... Man of Steel was good up until they had the fight at the end and they're like throwing buildings at each other. Yeah. When he snaps his neck. Yeah. Mm. And then cries about it. Yeah. Yeah. Their mistakes were made in that movie. Yeah. No, I'm I'm okay with Henry Cavill being being Superman. Ben Affleck is terrible. who, who, Who should play Batman there? Who should play Batman? Hmm. John Hamm. You know, from, I know who John Hamm good. is. Yeah, yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, that's that's a pretty that's yeah. pretty good for right off the dome. Where you've been thinking about this for a while. Oh, I do fantasy casting all the time. I was gonna say Kevin Spacey <laughs> just because you know uh, little boys being down in the Batcave, but uh, <laughs> and James Gunn will direct. <laughs> James Gunn will direct. Casting by uh, whatever her name is, Mac. A Harvey Weinstein production. <laughs> we went way down that rabbit yeah. hole. It's a terrible movie, <laughs> <laughs> but still better than anything currently be in the DCU. Ashamed of what you did, what you just said. Yeah. Uh, what's the best movie in the DC right now? Which obviously doesn't include the Nolan trilogy. Batman parts too. of Justice League that were like the obvious not Snyder parts. Hey, I'll know? tell you the the best part of Justice League is when. Uh, like Aquaman comes out of the water to the White Stripes song, and he's, yeah. you know, carrying that dude. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, everything's slow motion and all that. That's probably the best part. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when he raced the Flash at the end. That was fun. What was up with the way the Flash ran in that movie, dude? It's like that dude's never run in his life. Yeah. I it, don't know. For a superhero, that that's all you yeah. do. It looked pretty weird. Yeah. Like they couldn't get that dude on a treadmill hey, and CG, you, you CGI. Remember, you remember the the movie? Have you seen the movie? Uh, he runs like this. Right? No, 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 no. It's like if you watch like the last fight, he he put, does his hands like this, and it's like he's swimming, <laughs> and he does this. This is how he runs. Have you seen like, a, what? what? Well, have you seen Days and Confused? No. Yes. Okay. There's a there's a scene where the dude Mitch is is the pitcher, 
right, of this little league team. So he's got a pitch, never thrown a baseball before. But he was in it because he was, you know, an actor. So they had to get a body double for it. So I think that's what happened with the Flash. Dude's not a fancy runner. Probably never ran before because he's a thespian. Yeah, but they didn't get a body double and they should have. Thespian. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> thespian. Thespian. <laughs> With a hard B. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he's good in the the, uh, the Harry Potter movies. Who's Fan- Fantastic Beasts. Uh, that the that Flash. kid? Uh, what's the guy's name? I've only seen him in one other movie, and it was the... God, I can't even remember. Was it the Stanford Experiment or the... Where they built, like, a fake prison? I can honestly say that's I've probably never the wrong, seen... That's probably the wrong college. A but. Harry Potter movie. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I mean, I've read all the books. Oh, goodness. So, the funny thing about that, I never intended to read Harry Potter, but I got grounded as a child, and my dad, instead of like being a normal dad uh, and grounding me from doing stuff, he made me read books. Yeah. I had to write a book report on the on Harry Potter 3, and then I got in trouble again. I had to do a book report what are on you, Harry What Potter are you 4. doing to get punished to write book reports? I think I got bad grades. Oh. Like you I wrote it like a B. You wrote it for school, or it was just for your parents. <laughs> for my dad. What? My dad graded my book report for Harry Potter. And that book report never went into a school building. <laughs> no. Wow. It was the upgrade. That's harsh. You were a terrible child. Yeah. yeah it was the upgrade from writing sentences. Yeah. I you, did you ever saying. have to do that? Where you had to like? No. I had to. Okay. Well, I would like break a rule at school, and I had to write that. School yeah. Rule. You have to write it like fifty times. I got yeah. Time. I, I he got up to five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I had, to, I had to write a book report. You like, were a terrible kid. It was like a thousand word book report that I had to write. I was I was in like dad six, ever heard. sixth grade. That was fifth grade. Your dad ever heard of a paddle? I got that too. Did you? Yeah. I can't remember all the, There's a problem that I can't remember what I did. Um, he beat it out. Beat the memory of it out. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> I'm <laughs> sort of thing. yeah, I mean, I would just get like bad grades and, uh, and not uh, mouth off. Yeah. I can't remember anything specific I did to get in trouble. Real I ran rebel. over my sister one time with my bike on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I ran, I was on my bike and uh, I went down a hill and someone pushed my sister in front of me. And you did it? I ran right over her head. Purpose? Oh. Uh, I mean, I tried to, to steer I mean, out of the way. did you really try that? I was seven. But did she deserve it? I mean, I wasn't, I was super, <laughs> I was super sorry at the time, to be honest. Because uh, I thought like my sister was gonna die, she was gonna be like deformed. Because I didn't see her after it happened. She just like someone carried her away, and they went to the hospital, and I was just there at wow. home. So I had to write a book report. You had to write a book report Not for that, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I've never seen Harry Potter. All right, man. Where are we at? A uh, little long, man. Hour and eleven minutes. Oh. A little extra for the fans. Yep. All right, guys. Chris, thanks for coming. Thanks for thanks having me. Thanks for uh, thanks for filling in where Jeff let us yeah. down. Yep. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Thanks for being dependable. Yeah. Thanks for being someone we can count on. This might have actually been an interview. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't <laughs> go away to Broken Bow for hours. So. Yeah. Thanks for uh, <laughs> honoring your commitment. Thanks for uh, being a man of your word. Thanks for. Uh, not being Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. Episode 37 is in the books. Check us out. TopofDudeChain.com. And do us a solid. It helps us out if you uh, 
hit those little follow buttons or subscribe buttons or whatever uh, on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Instagram, at DuChain88 on all the social media stuff. We're out. See you.